Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for joining us. You know, a number of years ago, I was praying, and I um, was praying to the Lord, and I was, uh, uh, I've been reading in the Word about, um, about God's inheritance. God's inheritance is people. God sent His Son, planted the seed of His Son to reap a harvest of humanity. And so God's inheritance is people. And so I was praying and I was saying, God, uh, I want you to have your inheritance. Lord, use me to reap the harvest so you can have your inheritance. Let me bring your inheritance to you. And I felt the Lord speak to my heart and say, I will have my inheritance, but will you have yours? For me, I've, I've, I've become almost defensive around the fact that God has given us things on this earth to walk in. We have a short time to walk in them. You know, for us, when we go to heaven, when we have a glorified bodies, these things will be a given. Peace will be a given, right? Um, Joy will be a given. Provision will be a given. It'll be things that we'll have Jesus. We won't need to use our faith because we'll have our sight. And so we have a time now where we get to prove we're people of faith by saying, Lord, what your word says, I'm going to have it. I'm not waiting till I get to heaven to have peace of mind. I'm not waiting till I get to heaven to have joy. I'm not waiting till I get my glorified body to walk in health. Lord, I see in the scriptures that it's my inheritance, not only to have forgiveness of my sins, but it's just as much my inheritance to have healing, to walk in perfect wholeness. It's just as much my inheritance to lay hands on the sick. It's just as, and see them recover not just lay hands on them, to see them recover. It's just as much my inheritance to cast out devils. It's just as much, according to Matthew 10, 8, my inheritance to raise the dead. And so I've become defensive over this. I'm going after this while I'm on the earth. The Bible says, fight the good fight of faith. You know, if you're a Christian and you're not in a fight of faith, you're not doing it right. Hebrews 10, 38 says, the just shall live by faith. It's our calling to be in a place where we're always through our faith, moving towards a promised land. And so if your faith isn't engaged, you're not living the normal Christian life. You're living below standards. And there was a long time where I actually didn't engage my faith. I was pretty comfortable financially. And so I thought, well, if I'm not worried about things financially, then I, I guess I, you know, I don't need to be in faith. But faith was never just meant to be used only for you. And so for us, for me, it's become this thing of what ground can I take today? Hallelujah. Man, I love preaching and teaching on this subject. What ground can I take today? I see my inheritance. And so the scripture I want to read to you is 2 Corinthians 4. The last verse is 18. While we look not to the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. That sounds very much like Hebrews 11. And it says, uh, by faith, uh, verse 3, by faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that the things which are seen are not made of things which do appear. You know, for many people, the reason why the fight of faith is a struggle is because they look to their senses as their number one source of information. When the pain is gone, I'll be willing to say I'm healed. When, the, when, the, when my eyes improve, I'll be willing to say, you know, the Lord has healed me. When whatever it is, when I see it, I'll believe it. But that's not faith. That's sight. That's the same thing Thomas did. When I put my hand into his side, I'll believe it. If I touch the holes in his hands, I'll believe it. Until I do it, I don't believe that Jesus rose again. It's the same thing. And so for us, we choose. I'm not going to be known as Doubting Ryan, the one who waits till I see the blessing of the Lord to call myself blessed. 
Why is that? Because I can look at a greater source. The proof of all of these things has come from the word of God. So if we read this verse again, we don't look at the things which are seen because the things that are seen are temporary. We look at the things that are eternal because those are the things, the things that are unseen, because those are the things that are eternal. And so the source of my health comes from an eternal source. This body is temporary. You know, at some point, this body, we, we put, we take off incorruption, we put on, we take off corruption and put off incorruption. We take off mortality and put on immortality. At some point, this body that I can look at and I can look at my arm and see my arm and I can see my hand and I can, I can, this thing is temporary. But what is it that makes, that gives me a new body in heaven? The Bible says in 1 Peter 1.23, I've been born again by the word of God. It's an incorruptible seed. And so for us, what God instructs us to do is not to keep our eyes on the, on the evidence, the, the outside natural external proof. God wants us to keep our eyes on the eternal proof, which is the word of God. I'm not healed because I feel less pain in my body. I'm healed because that's who the Bible says I am. But as I begin to set my eyes, hallelujah, as I set my eyes on my, my kingdom reality, on my true nature, then the, the, the power of God is released by my faith. And so, so God is telling us, understand that as a Christian, you're always going to be running up to circumstances. This is the difference between a Christian and a non-believer. Non-believers just take life as it is. Life comes, you know, oh, you know, if the Bible in Ephesians 2 calls it the course of the world. Hey, you're born, you, you, you go to school, you try to get a good education, you try to get a good job, you try to get promoted, you try to get married, you try to have kids, you try to live a long life, you try to retire, you try to be, retire comfortably, you try to make good money, you try not to die young, you try to avoid disease, you try to eat healthy. Everything's just, we'll do our best and see what happens. That's the life of a non-believer. We'll do our best and we'll see what happens. That's why they say things like, whatever will be, will be. Oh, it is what it is. Because it is what it is. When you serve God, it isn't just what it is. Yes, there may be pain. There may be disease. There may be, there may be a bad report. But when you serve God, you serve God who's able to change the report. That's the difference between a fact and a truth. The doctor may hand you a report and say, hey, the fact is you got stage four cancer. That may be a fact, but the truth of God's word says by his stripes, we have been healed. And so any fact, medical fact, you know, uh, report, whatever it is, uh, financial report, news of any kind, any fact with the doctors or what someone would call a fact that opposes what God's word says about you is a lie. And so the Bible is saying, keep your eyes on the things that are unseen. Begin to get comfortable with the reality that when you focus your eyes on the word of God, although the word may say one thing and your present circumstance may say another, don't be discouraged by your present circumstance. Understand that as you link hold to the word of God, you may be walking into uncharted territory. You may feel like you're walking with your eyes closed. But you're, you're, you're heading for the promised land. You're heading for something. And the truth is the promise of God releases power. 
And so you're not just there saying, I'm choosing not to look at a bad situation with no hope for change. The difference between truth and facts is truth has the power to change the facts. The Bible says, and you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. So the truth of God's word has has the inherent power. It's a seed to change our lives. Hebrews 11 verse 8 says, By faith Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should after receive for an inheritance, obeyed, and he went out not knowing where he went. Can you imagine that? Hey, Dad, I just wanted to let you know I'm leaving. God has called me out to the promised land. Where are you going? I don't know, but I'm going. For many people, you start on the journey of faith. And if you're being honest, you're like, man, I, <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. But all I know is I'm going. All I know is I fix my eyes on these words. Uh, I fix my eyes on these words. I've called you to be a, a take a flame to the nations. I've called you to preach the gospel. I've called whatever it is. I fix my eyes on these words and I'm following after these words. All I know is I feel a pull in my heart to do something with my life that'll, that'll benefit the kingdom of God. And so I'm fixing, I don't know where I'm going, but I know I'm going. I'm trusting that the Lord's going to lead me. I may not see the full picture. I may not see the, the towns that I'm going to live in. I may not see the promised land. I may not see the land flowing with milk and honey, but I want to say I'm on my way there. It may not be in full view, but I'm on my way there. And all I know is I'm putting one foot in front of the other. And so what are you doing? You're choosing not to fix your eyes on the things that are seen. You're choosing to look on things that are eternal. And so you move forward. Your life becomes based on the word of God. What is the word? You ask yourself this question. Is it written? Is it not written? And then you say things like, it is written or it is not written. If the doctor's report comes, hey, it's this. You know, your father had this and your grandfather had this and the likelihood is you'll have this. No, no, it is not written that I have a heart condition. It is written that healing is the children's bread. And so you take your eyes off temporary things and you put your eyes on the eternal because the eternal is that which is lasting. Heaven and earth may pass away, but my word will remain. It says in Luke 21, 33. And so I want to ask you, what are you looking at? What are your eyes set on? The world sets their eyes on the circumstance. They just take life as it comes. Whatever will be, will be. And much of this, the church is deceived into thinking. I just have to take life as it comes. You know, sometimes you have good days and sometimes you have bad days. But bless God, God is with you there through, through the good. Christianity is not just that. Yes, God is obviously with you. But, but, but Christianity is that the power of God is released to where when the storms of life come, you don't just hunker down and hang on through the storms, that you're able to pick yourself up and say, bless God, I may have gone through a storm last week and it didn't go the way that I went, that I wanted it to go, but bless God, I've got my eyes set on the word of God. I'm not changing because the word of God can't fail. So as long as I lock in, I'm locked into the word of God. I'm putting my eye, I'm able to close my eyes and say, yes, Lord, I see it. I close my eyes and I say, yes, Lord, I see it. I see my promised land of health. I see my promised land of increase. I see my promised land of fulfillment. I see my promised land of the call of God. God, I don't know exactly where I'm going, but I know you've called me out. Lord, I know you've called me out from my father's country. I know you've called me out to leave certain people behind. I know you've called me out to leave a past behind. 
I know the town that I came from, no one's doing anything with their life. But God, I know you have something greater. I feel this, I feel this destiny in my heart. I feel that you've called me for something greater. And Lord, I don't, maybe don't know exactly which way I'm going, but I'm trusting that by your spirit, you will guide me. By your hand, you will lead me. Lord, by your provision, you will feed me. Lord, I'm trusting that you'll be my father and you'll be my guide. Lord, you'll be my comfort. Lord, you are my ever-present help in time of need. Father, I don't know exactly where I'm going, but I'm trusting you to take me there. I know you've called it the promised land. And so while I'm on this earth, while I yet have being, Lord, I will walk in those promised land. I'm not leaving those grapes for my enemies. I'm not leaving the, the milk and the honey for my enemies. Lord, I'm entering in. Before I see you face to face, Lord, I will have my inheritance. I'm getting defensive over my inheritance. Health belongs to me. Bless God. God, I want you to know I'm coming for it. But devil, I want you to know too that I'm coming for it. The territory that you stole from my family, I'm coming for it to take it back. The, ter- the territory that you stole, the days you've stolen from my past, I'm coming for them. And you'll restore sevenfold. The year that the, the locust has eaten, the crops that the locust and the canker worm have eaten, I'm getting them back in Jesus' name. Lord, I'm coming for my inheritance. I'm keeping my eyes closed and I'm coming for my inheritance. Lord, I'm closing my eyes and seeing what you have in store for me. Father, I'm not going and I'm not standing in the place of, I wonder what life has in store for me. For some people, it has tragedy and some people, it has blessing. No, God, I know your word says we go from glory to glory. And Father, I'm coming for my inheritance. Are you going for your inheritance? Is it yours? Begin by looking at at the word of God. You look at the word, you find what it says in the word. Hey, faith counts are done without proof. Faith is a substance you get on the inside of you. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. I got this substance. I may not see it with my eyes yet. I may be in uncharted territory, but I have a substance on the inside of me. It's a substance of miracles. It's a substance of breakthrough. It's the substance of the lame walking. It's the substance of the blind seeing. It's the substance of the dead being raised. I got it on the inside. I've seen it on the inside, and I'm going for it. What are you aiming for? What are you looking at? Is it seen or unseen? I'm telling you, fix your eyes on the unseen and let God take you there. I love you. Thanks for listening. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you on the next podcast.